1: It's time for the Sharks Morning Skate with all the latest on San Jose Sharks hockey. Here are your hosts, Dan Rusanowski and Drew Ramenda. They're
0: on the ice at Sharks Ice at San Jose. Tonight, San Jose Sharks face off against the Toronto Maple Leafs in what is always a marquee matchup. Drew, the Sharks are coming off a very disappointing loss to the hands of the Vegas Golden Knights. They had them where they wanted them. They had a two-to-one lead after two periods of play. And then suddenly it happened.
1: Well, first they played a very good second period for the first time this season. They they were in a winnable game against still a rival, without a doubt, with the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, but they they fall back on their bad habits. And their bad habits are not controlling the puck. Their bad habits are um, not pushing deep enough in the offensive zone, not being patient, protecting the puck, and not um, being smart and as as um, passionate and disciplined defensively as they are, as they should be. Like Eric, like, let's just call it like this, Eric Carlson on that play that led to the third goal made an absolutely horrible decision. It's an easy situation, it's a two-on-two, but basically it's a one-on-one in the middle of the ice. All Eric's gotta do is protect the middle of the ice, push the man to the outside. Instead, for some reason, he wants to gamble, crosses his feet, and he doesn't need to gamble at that point, it was a terrible decision. Then after that, minute plus later, Logan Couture, another top player on the team, has got his man in Mark Stone, but he doesn't have his man in Mark Stone because he's loose on the coverage. If you're going to play against Mark Stone, you've got to play against Mark Stone. He's he's tenacious, he's big, he's great. Instead, he's he's lax on it. He loses him for a second, Stone gets position. So two things happening there. Your top guy's not making smart, leadership, defensive plays. And that lost them the game. Because they were in the right position to win that game. They were in a good position to win that game.
0: And that brings us to the theme, I think, for today's game, and really for Saturday's game against the Tampa Bay Lightning, and that is this team is, is close. They're getting along well. They're working really, really hard. They're getting good goaltending. But when you don't get results and when you're 2-7 and seven after nine games, at what point does your confidence, your feeling about yourself start to crack? How do you keep positive?
1: Well, that's, that's what the coaching staff's doing. You know me. I'm a big believer in you don't lose your confidence. You choose to give it away. I am. Why won't any of these guys be confident? They're playing in the National Hockey League for crying out loud. So you you've got every reason to be confident. Just you, When you lose a hockey game, you don't score, you're not confident. All of a sudden, it's, um, oh, I'm, 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 we're losing the confidence. But that's why you have a coaching staff like David. So
0: what you're saying then, and I'm, I'm going to say that the two goals they gave up in the third period, kind of a microcosm of that. You have that bad moment, you feel bad, you sag for a second, and then it goes in again. That's what you have to avoid. I don't, but, but what you're saying, and I agree with you, is I don't think that's what happened in that case.
1: No, I don't. I think they just made mistakes, and then they weren't able to recover. But what you want is you don't want, for me, like people talk about confidence all the time. To me, it's a different thing, frustration. You can't let your passion turn into frustration. And that's where your coaching staff comes into play. You know, we get the pleasure of listening and talking to David Quinn pretty much every day. You do every day. And what you hear from David Quinn is a guy who is focused on the big picture, And at the same time, keeping the guys where their feet are. And so he has been very positive. His messaging has been, to me, right on point. As this is a process, we're getting there, but we're working. He's still upbeat, but he's still holding the guys to the standard, which is what you have to do. Um, And we saw it again yesterday at practice when he had those individual conversations, had a long talk with Mark Edward Vlasic. I know, I know for a fact he had a talk with Eric Carlson. Eric had a just a rest day yesterday, but he had a conversation with him. I think that David and his and his uh, his staff are doing a terrific job messaging, but keeping the guys focused on. I'm not. We're not letting you off the hook. Well, it's
0: going to be interesting, and of course, when the Maple Leafs come to town, it's like Super Bowl Sunday because you know every camera in Canada is going to be tuned into this game for the contest tonight, and that's obviously big for the guys from Ontario on the team. Really, anybody who's a Canadian, whenever you play the Toronto
1: Maple Leafs, it's a big deal, right? Huge, gigantic. Hey, you I couldn't, I could not begin to explain how irritating the Maple Leafs are to the entire uh, country of Canada who don't cheer for the Maple Leafs. They just, it's. Especially
0: and, Montreal, but uh, also the West.
1: Yeah, the West is exactly. like every article somehow mentions gets a gets a Maple Leaf mention in there on every website. Um, it's always about the least lead. Um, every every uh, sportscast, the least lead every hockey night in Canada. They're irritating, but they're a very good hockey team. Oh, they're a great! Club. This is a really terrific club. This is a team that pretty much has everything that you need to win, but they haven't won a playoff round since 2003. A round. Not a, like, they have not won a playoff round since 2003. So, with the team that they've got, with Marner, Matthews, Tavares, um, Riley, Riley I, who I really like. Um, Riley, by the way, was the player
0: that Steve Eiserman was asked to look at yeah. when they found Braden, Braden Point. Point.
1: Yeah, it was, yeah, Al Murray was the, was the scout for Tampa said, I know we're going to watch this kid, Riley, but you got to watch this kid who was 16 15, 16 years old at the time, Braden Point. As I remember, yep. Steve Eiserman said, this is the player we want. Yep. And then they made a deal at the draft to move up to pick him. And when they made the deal, the team that made the deal with him went, who are you taking, by the way? And he went, "Braden Point. And they went, really? Really. That's worked out pretty well. So, anyway, to backtrack, when you – With the Maple Leafs, they have got a team that is stacked. The Maple Leafs are going to be measured on can they win, can they be a team that that goes to the playoffs and starts winning in the playoffs. But this is a very good, very skilled hockey team led by a guy who scored more goals last year than anybody in the league. And he set the record for the Maple Leafs most goals in the season. They're that not.
0: would be Austin Matthews, who was born in San Ramon, California, just a few miles away from here. But he grew up in Arizona yeah. shortly after he was born. Yet having a US born player be that prominent in that city I think is a big deal for American hockey. And obviously in tonight's game against the Sharks, San Jose is going to have to focus a little bit on Austin Matthews. They're kind of changing the lines around a little bit. They end up losing to the Vegas Golden Knights. So the Sharks and the Leafs have that in common in their <laughs> most recent game. But uh, also... The two, in-quote, backup goaltenders are going tonight. I thought maybe that uh, former Maple Leaf James Reimer might go, but we've got uh, Kapo Kakkanen scheduled to get the start. He played really well in New Jersey, and in fact, in the second period in that game, he faced a career-high 20 shots. He had 35 saves in that game. He gave the Sharks a chance to win, so I'm excited about what he can do. And on the other side of the ice, Matt Murray, who beat the Sharks in the Stanley Cup Finals, injured for Toronto, so he will not be in goal. But uh, in net will be Eric Kalgren, who is uh, a backup goaltender at this point, really the number three goalie, a Swedish netminder that uh, is going to be very interesting to see how he turns out. Uh, all in all, whenever I see the Maple Leafs uniforms, Drew, I think about that 1994 playoff series. Yeah. Round two, game six, Johan Garpenloff hit the crossbar. Then uh, uh, Sandus Ozlin didn't shoot the puck. He tried to pass the Igor. Yeah. And then Mike Gartner got the game winner in overtime. Okay, and okay. then the Maple Leafs took it to the Sharks in the seven because they basically had run out of gas.
1: Yeah. Wendell in game seven. Unbelievable. Yeah. That's why I've always, I was. Desp- Wendell, by the way, is Wendell Clark. Clark, right? That's why I've always despised Mike Gartner and gets that cheesy little goal against us from behind the net, off banking it off a of skate. Um, yeah, I do too. It was uh, old, old uh, Maple Leaf Gardens. Um, that was a hell of a good series, though. That was a jerky run. I thought we had them on that game six. But that is a team, That is a team, though, that, that does have some history with the Sharks. Um, they used to be everybody in the Western Conference back in the day. Um, the whole thing with, with the Maple Leafs is millions of eyes are on this because the Maple Leafs are the Maple Leafs in Canada. I mean, they're the big team.
0: And here in San Jose, the Digital Moose Club will probably be out in full force. That's an organization dedicated to expatriates that get together to talk about Toronto. So that's what it's going to be about tonight. We're going to be broadcasting from the Sharks suite with all of our Sharks Radio Network affiliates. And it's going to be a great time starting at 7 o'clock. That's it for our Sharks Morning
1: Skate for today. You've been listening to the Sharks Morning Skate.